Ditch the fairy tale, princess. It's time to step outside the status quo and blaze your own trail. The path littered with setbacks, successes, and newfound passions. Why? Because when you break away from the script, you start to pursue a life by choice. One that is all yours. Live unscripted and rewrite your life. Welcome back to Unscripted, the podcast. We are live in studio for the very first time, and I am so excited because I have one of my favorite people with me today. You know, I call myself a hype girl, but she is equally a hype girl. She is a hype girl in my life, and she is a hype girl in anybody who is lucky to have her in their life. We just had coffee, so we're a little juiced. We're a little juiced, but we're here to talk about some real shit, and really, it's all about the power of getting in the rooms, and it's one of those things that we both shared some intimate details of what it's like to get in those rooms, what it takes to get in those rooms, what happens when you get in those rooms. And so we're going to break some of that down for you guys today on this episode because we really feel like pulling back the curtain is maybe going to give you the insight you need to step into your power to know that you're worthy of being in the room as well. Because in 2024, I don't know about you, but I am not playing small anymore. And Joanna ain't Mm -hmm. either. We are here to own our power, step into what we are here to create, co-create with the world, co-create with our future clients and everyone who is here listening. We are so grateful. So without further ado, my hive girl, my friend, Joanna Vargas. Jessica, what's up? (laughs) We're really like, let's jump right into it. Let's go. That's what we know. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This podcaster, this woman has been an influence in my life and I'm so grateful so grateful to know you. And we reconnected recently mm-hmm. at Chris Harder's Roundtable yeah. in Scottsdale, Arizona. We each showed up, I think, for different reasons. Yeah. And we know that the power of getting in these rooms has changed our life. So I know my audience hasn't heard from you in a while. You haven't been on the show in a minute. Can you just tell us a little bit about who you are and then maybe how we connected and and why now is getting in the room so much an important piece of your vision for 2024 and your business? You know what? I was driving up here to come see you. It was a two-hour drive. Yeah, she drove from L.A. Thank you. Yeah. And I, I was really thinking about, like, who is Joanna Vargas right now, today, December 2023, if you're listening to this in real time? And I was like, shit, who is she? Who is this woman? And I'm just going to speak, like, what comes now. Like, Joanna is a daughter. She's a sister She is somebody that's in her journey. She's excited. She's open. She's willing. She's a sister to all women on this planet. She's a healer. She's a fiance. She loves deeply. She is scared, but also knows that that shit ain't hers. Mm. She's learning. She is a fitness freak. She is a facilitator, a teacher. And with that, I mean, I've been teaching fitness and dance forever. Never went corporate. I've been a business owner since I can remember. And I'm a rebel, Jessica. You know, and and I want to brag more. Like, let's brag. Amen. This is who I am. I am a badass. I did shit when everybody said, you don't do that. Mm -hmm. You're going to own a business? Mm -hmm. What's wrong with you? How many times I heard what's wrong with me? So then I actually started to get curious. What the hell is wrong with me? (laughs) Ain't nothing wrong with you, girl. Because now what everybody thinks is fun and sexy and hashtag girl boss. Girl, you did that a long time ago when no one else did. So kudos to you and myself for paving the way for 
women that are 18 now, and thank you to the women before us. Thank you so much to the women before us that have paved the way for us. Yeah. And I wonder what you and I can create today, tomorrow, for any woman, man, person listening to this that can heal a little bit. So that's a little bit about myself. And then when you and I were in the room at Chris Harder's event, like stuff starts coming up. It's such a mirror when you're in rooms okay. that are different than you, that speak differently than you do. They are mirrors. And it's all about you. Jessica, everything is about me. Yeah. When I go into a room, it has nothing to do. When I'm in a relationship with somebody else and they trigger me, it has nothing to do with them. It's all about me. I change. I change. And then everything around or around me changes. Right. And that's what rooms do for me. Totally. And what's different about paying to get into these rooms, I think, is we're normally the service provider. We're mm -hmm. normally the one creating the rooms, mm -hmm. if you will. If you own a business or if you have, you know, people that you take care of, it's not necessarily about you. Right. When you're in there training and teaching and coaching and working yeah. with these women, you're there for them. Yeah. When when you get into the room, it's for you. Mm -hmm. And so the light shines back on you yeah. to see your shit. And I think that's what you and I have both realized is when we allow ourselves to get in these rooms, when sometimes we don't feel ready for them, worthy to be in them, like the people in them, yeah, we sometimes feel like maybe we don't have value to bring or that we're so different no one's going to understand us. I know that to be true for you. You shared that with me before. And I just think it's such a beautiful thing when you push through that resistance of, I want to see how good it can get. I want to see what's possible for me. And here you are, you know, you and I both five, six years later, and we're having such different conversations than probably we had five, six years ago with ourselves, with the people closest to us. Your yeah. business is 10 x yeah. You're doing different things. You're engaged now, mm -hmm. right? You're happy. You're thriving. And now you've created space where you, you can have these car conversations of like, who am I? It's more of a who do I want to be even right now? It's like a choice. You're recognizing you have a choice. You don't have to show up in the same energy you always did or in the in in the community culture energy of like that generational, this is how you should be. Now you get to ask yourself, who do I want to be? How do I want to show up? How did we do it or how are we doing it? You know, I think about the Joanna five, five minutes ago or five years ago. Yeah. And she's asking, how'd you do it? Or how do I do it? Or somebody listening, how? But how? Like for you, what is the how? I think I just got sick of not feeling like I was ready. I got sick of not feeling like I was ready, that I didn't have enough credentials or I didn't know enough to, I, I was still in the, what am I going to get out of this versus what is possible, right? Ooh. When you look at things in a literal sense, and I have sometimes new clients come to me and, you know, we talk about working together and, and they say things like, well, what am I going to get from working with you? Fun. It was different because in, in the hair world, I could explain what you were going to get. A specific go. result. Yes. And so that made sense to me and them. Yeah. But in, in this coaching space, in this personal development space, you only know somebody from the level that I've shared with you. So to unlock stuff, to work through things, you don't know what that transformation is going to look like. And so I had to gift myself that of what is possible if you get in this room and create an opportunity for conversations to be had that you're not having outside of this room. And so the how was... I was sick of not having the people I knew I needed in my life to take me to the next level. Did you hit your 
F this moment. You know when you're just like fire breathing dragon bitch moment. I know for me, I have to hit because I'm too comfortable. If I'm too comfortable <laughs> until I hit that limit. Yeah. We're talking about being a bitch. Right. Like resisting being a bitch or like just, yeah, I chose to be a bitch. Yeah. I, and I could be a real good one. But the moment I was open to that, I was able to be softer mm -hmm. because I'm trying to, I was trying to resist and react to things instead of just choosing something. So as soon as I put up like a, an invisible wall, then I couldn't receive all of it. I can't receive. You can't receive when there's a wall in front of you, that, even though we think we can. That piece right there. That's what I was going to dig into was when hell? you become willing to receive, that's when the real shifts happen, right? You let the shit go and the real shifts happen. Yeah. And going back again to that question, you cannot, you don't know what you don't know. And when you recognize that and you take the ego out of having to know everything and having to have the answers... You can allow for things to be bigger and wilder than your biggest dreams, right? You know that. Mm -hmm. Your favorite thing to say is what? Yeah. How does it get any better than this? Mm. Can you guys see why I'm friends with this woman? Like, <laughs> who who asked that question? Who sends that message to you? Yeah. What else is possible? What else questions? is possible? Not, you're so stupid. Why are you starting your own business? Can't believe mm -hmm. you're so dumb. What's wrong with you? Mm -hmm. Those friends, we don't need those people. And if you're at our age, if you're in your 30s or 40s and you've got people saying shit like that to you still, next Next, like it is time to put yourself in the energy of people who is what is possible. How much better can it get? Yeah. And and what happened in your life once you started asking that question, like really asking that question? It got better. Right? I do want to talk about questions because we're talking about the how. And people ask, Joanna, how did you do it? Like, seriously, how'd you do it? I said, I got curious. Mm -hmm. Like genuinely, authentically curious. Not asking a question, no, excuse me, not saying a sentence with a question mark at the end, because that ain't a question. A true question of, hmm, how does it get any better than this? When things are shitty or when things are great, mm -hmm. ask them both times. And when you truly get curious, like genuinely curious, stuff will pop up that you could have never, ever, ever ever thought with your logical brain in a gazillion years yeah you know i have a great story a couple months ago i'm in this oh you know how does it get any better than this and asking questions and you just really tapping into that energy and i'm driving home right after i taught a class at 6 a.m and i'm in that good energy and i'm driving down the street and this person about 10 feet in front of me makes a U-turn in front of me. We're both going the same direction. Logically, I cannot explain it. It doesn't matter. And it scared me. All the bags went out, uh, the airbags. It smelled like gunpowder, something that I had never experienced. I've never been in a car accident of that magnitude. For a split second, I thought I was dead. You know, you just like, am I okay kind of moment? Can I move my legs? And then I'm in the opposite oncoming traffic. And then, you know, you, okay, breathe, what's happening? And I automatically, Jessica, went into, how does it get any better than this? Holy shit. At that moment, I had trained myself to ask questions at the shittiest of times. How does it get any better? And you want to know? It got fucking better. All these men, beautiful construction men, I'm serious, I can't even make this shit up, surround my car. 
ma'am, are you okay? Uh, are you okay? And there were these guys up on like a third floor, like with construction hats high. So they look like angels to me. Literally, I open the door and everything. I can't hear because, you know, like the, the shot of the the airbags. airbags in my ear, everything's ringing. It's like from a movie, you know, and everything's slow. And I hear them like muffled, okay? you know, from the top. So they look like angels yelling down to me. Then these men come around and they're like, are you okay? Are you okay? And I'm just like, yes, yes. They're like, what can we do for you? I felt like a princess. No, I felt like a queen. Like they were taking care of me. And I look off at a distance in my confusion and I see the guy that hit me and he's like way down the street. And I'm, all I'm thinking is like, don't let that guy take off because it felt like he was going to take off. But I could tell that he was his wheel was all messed up like he wasn't going to be able to drive. And nobody went to his defense, right? They all come to mine. And I'm like, wow, this is pretty fucking cool. And I get out of the car and then one of the guys says, do you need any water? And I was like, sure. Yes. Yeah, so they're just Wait, everything. You hand and foot. Waiting on me like a queen. What can we do for you? What? And I said, oh, can you help me? Then the uh, police officer came. Everything that they could do to help me. Okay, and I'm still asking, how does it get any better than this? What else is possible? Because I wanted to go kill that <laughs> guy. That You know, I wanted to go into the logical, you're wrong, let's go fight, let me curse this guy out. So we hold on, Joanna, get curious, because you don't know yet. You're already trying to write the end of the book. Because the end of the book states, he's wrong, I'm right, let's, et cetera. Pay. Correct. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's the end of the book. And I'm like, hold on, how's it get better? Okay, so then the tow truck guy comes. The coolest guy. Oh, my God, I think his name was Jose or something. We were like the best of friends by the end. He and I, he's, we're chatting it up. He's giving me advice about the car. And he's like, I've done this a million times. You could do this. You could do that. He's telling me about his kids. I knew everything about this guy. All right? And he's just not surprised. Not surprised. We had the best. And we're just, oh, he's like, you want this? It's in. And he's like, okay, do this. I becomes all, I've never been in a car accident like this. He's like, okay, I'm going to tell you everything you need to do. Right. And I'm like, you tell me, he's like, I've been in this for 20 years. You got to do this. You got to do this. OK, cool. Best of friends drops me off. And I just keep asking questions. How's it getting any better? So then I go to the Enterprise car rental. Shout out to Enterprise. And it was like, and you were fine. I was I mean, I had bruises. I was, you know, but I just kept asking the questions. And the more I asked the questions, it eased up. Got it. In the energy. Yeah. And I'm telling you this long story, everybody listening, because when shit hits the fan, what's the how? What's the how? And what's the story? What's the story? What's the how? Like, how do you actually get through it? So I, now I get a rent-a-car. Okay. And then they're asking me, what's your insurance with the rent-a-car? You know what? I don't know. Let me, let me ask. So now I'm just getting curious. Let me ask. Let me figure it out. Let me ask. And I'm just moving through it. And the, the long story, of the end of the story is... I got paid for a new car. The energy of my car was done. You know, I had been asking questions of my car. Wow. Because the car was up. I ended up buying it, et cetera. You know, story of COVID. You know, do you get this car? What do I get? And I could tell that my car was done. Like the energy was like, I'm done, you know? And it was, and it was almost like, Jessica, you're not going to do it, so I'll do it for you. And you're asking how it gets better? Cool. So then I got a check in the mail that was more for what I owed of the car. So I made money. Then I got another. I just kept getting checks in the mail. 
right? It was really weird. I got another check, another check. Oh, this was because you overpaid for this insurance. Okay. I made almost $5,000 off that accident. Okay. That's how it got better. But I could have never in a gazillion years, if you asked me before that accident, how can your life get better? I would have said, well, this, I get a client. It would not have included a car accident. Because right? right away we go into, oh, a car accident is bad mm -hmm. and we judge it as bad, right? Oh, he's wrong. But the car accident gifted me so much awareness. Okay. Then my hubby, he gave me his car. So now I have a, a new BMW for free. I got like, every, I was like, oh, cool. And it, everything was like, okay. He's like, do you want my car? And I was like, okay. Everybody's like, you just got a BMW? Yeah. Like, no big deal. Okay. It, it was like, yeah, of course I did. Of course you did. God, life, universe. He, they're like, you asked how it got better. Well, here, you want a BMW? Right. And if I would have answered it, I would have never had the awareness that it was a car. Can we talk about unscripted for a minute? Unscripted as fuck. That's what I'm talking about. We try to write the scripts and then follow the script to a T. And when it goes off off the rails, we're like, no, not like that. We cap our possibilities. Oh, my gosh. We cap it. Yeah. If I would have answered it, that's why I'm like, don't answer when you ask, how does it get any better? Don't answer. Because universe is like, oh, it was so much better, but you just fucked yourself. Yeah. Up. You just... You want to dumb it down? Okay. Okay. I'll dumb that shit down. Dumb it down. Mm -hmm. So now I'm asking, oh, how's it get better than the BMW? I'm probably going to get a, a Range uh, Rover's coming yeah, quick. <laughs> real quick for free. And I'm going to get paid for it. I mean, it could be something completely different. Yeah. yeah. It, 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 okay. Well, how does it get better? Mm -hmm. I just keep asking. And then, but also I don't just sit there. Right. We don't just sit there and go, okay, how does it get better? You, choice creates awareness. So make a choice and the awareness will come. Right. And like I just text you, hey, what are we going to do? And you're like, let's do a podcast or let's, I rented this place. I'm like, dude, that's how it gets better. That's how it gets better. I pick up a penny from the floor. How does it get better than this? Because mm -hmm. then a hundred comes. Yep. How, does it get, how does it get better than the hundred? Something else comes. But also Jessica many times will judge it where if we picked up a penny and we go, how does it get any better than this? We will answer it that it's going to come in the form of how it came in. For example, it's going to be more money. Sometimes how it gets better has nothing to do with money or what you're asking. Do you get what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah. Like if you and I are sitting here and I'm like, how does it get better than this conversation with a female? But then yet I get, I don't know, a client. Because a client and a re our relationship have nothing to do with each other. It doesn't matter. How does it get better is just how it gets better. But many times we think, how does it get better than this water? And then we think it needs to be liquid. It needs to be in the same family. But sense. actually, universe doesn't work like that. Life doesn't work like that. It's not tit for tat. It's not A for A. It's just anything for anything. And I think that's how so many people miss all of the blessings that happen in their life because they're thinking it's going to come, say, in that water form or that money form. And often, and it's why I text my community every Friday mm. a reminder to celebrate mm. themselves on Fuck Yeah Friday mm -hmm. because I love those we <laughs> forget to celebrate the small wins throughout the week, big or small. We don't take the time to look at all the, the good things that happened. How much better could next week be? If I roll the energy from this week into next week, what did go well? We want to focus on the things that didn't go well and the things we don't have. Yep. And if you stay in that energy, you're going to get less and less. But if you stay in the energy of what is possible, how can I get better than this? It can only get better from here. You know how many people I told about that car accident before the, the story? Like I'm telling the story and then the, right away notice the energy. Oh, yeah. They went, oh, 
you got in a car accident? Yeah. Automatically went to, this Negative. is bad. And I go, oh, girl, this was the best gift of 2023. They're like, what? But we've already conditioned that it's bad. And that's judgment. We cannot have possibility in judgment. They don't live together. They're not cousins. They're not sisters. They're not brothers. They're not even in the same family. Judgment does not live with possibilities. Mm -mm. I agree. So when people are curious, and I know I have a lot of female entrepreneurs listen to this podcast, a lot of beauty entrepreneurs. I know you have a lot of women in your community as well who are curious about what it's like in these rooms. Yeah. And the how... What was it like for you? What was the how for you of deciding that you were ready to invest and get in these rooms? I'm blessed to know that I have the awareness, which we all do. We all have awareness, that innate knowing, the intuition, whatever you want to call it, mm -hmm. psychic abilities, we all have it. It It's that when you walk in a room and you know if if it's the energy is great or not great, you just know. You know if somebody is not okay across the other side of the world that you need to call them. That's awareness. So I'm so blessed that I always had the awareness like to pop for me. And everybody has it differently. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it comes through at different times for people. And different ways, like you can hear it or maybe you see signs or it's, I mean, everybody's different. But I had the awareness. I remember hearing this voice that said, get a coach. I was like in my 20s. It was like, you need help get a coach. You know, some people call that God or they had whatever it is. And so I went on this like binge of, I'm going to find a female business coach. And a couple weeks later, I go to this event and there's this woman speaking and she's a business coach. And I walk up to her and I'm like, I want to work with you. I don't even know who you are. Let's go. But choice creates awareness. Mm -hmm. And I just started working with her. And then, then I had awareness of like, oh, what do I like? What do I, that one led to something else. And then that led to Tony Robbins. And then that led to another person. And that led to this person. That led to that book. Choice creates awareness. But so many times, Jessica, we will do the research until the wheels fall off because we want to know before we choose. Choose and then you know. You don't know if you like chocolate ice cream until you try chocolate ice cream. Amen. That's exactly what I said earlier about the clients asking, what am I going to get from working with you? Oh, yeah. Right? We go right back okay. to, it's same with dating, same with friendships, right? You don't know until you connect with that person or you have that conversation or you get curious. Yes. Let's just, okay. Oh, Gosh, we're going down a whole other rabbit hole, but so many times we want to know that we got our money's worth. Mm. Let's talk about this. Okay. Jessica, because <laughs> getting in the rooms, you'll say, oh, I lost money. Or you're in a relationship with somebody, your ex, and you say, oh, it didn't work out. Lost that time. That is such bullshit. It did work. It worked. Meaning, okay, like, let's say my ex, we're not together anymore. I don't say it didn't work. I just said, yeah, that was just it. And now next even though we're not together, but it did work. It worked for Joanna at that time. It worked. I received what I needed to receive to move on because if I did not have that, those relationships with those men, I could not be the Joanna for my fiance now. Yeah. He says, I wish I would have met you before. I go, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> we need to thank those men yes. because I learned so much Same. and I received so much. So it did work. Yes. And we can still receive energetically from the past. Many times I still pull energetically from my past relationships. I'm like, pull, 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 rather than, oh, he's a jerk. And oh, Joe, no. And so same thing with like an event that I went to. Maybe I like, oh, I, I didn't get my money's worth. That is such a lie. You can always continue to receive from the past. Sure. Even if 
you invested that money and it didn't gift you what you required, that's a lie. It did. Re- it gifted you awareness not to mm-hmm. do that again. Mm-hmm. It gifted you maybe something else. Maybe you met somebody. There's so many gifts there. And the moment we truly see that, that's when shit gets better. Yeah. We're, yeah. That and acknowledging the energy that you bring into a room, mm. right? We can mm. have a level of expectation. Yep on something, whether it costs a lot of money, an experience we should have had. But the the energy that you bring into a room yeah. equates to usually the experience you're going to have. Oh, yeah. So I had a crazy situation happen to me at a med spa the other day. Mm-hmm. And publicly, I'd love to shame the out of this place. <laughs> One day I may. I, I'm working through it. It's like that car accident. I, I'm trying to take that car accident <laughs> analogy and use it for this because this was a full-blown fucking car accident. I was told I was going to experience this treatment. And I went in and I got the treatment and it was 10 times more painful than I expected. And so it brought a lot of emotion out because I was experiencing physical pain and I've gone through a lot of personal, you know, stuff recently and I've been doing a lot of deep work. And so I think some of it was just kind of bubbling up. And so the physical pain brought out the actual internal stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I started crying while she was doing this treatment. It, It fucking hurt, but like also... And so I had to say to her, and she was young, I had to say to her, sorry, this isn't you. This is my shit. Just keep going. I'm fine. We ended and I went to check out and they tried to charge me twice as much as I was quoted when I booked the appointment a few weeks prior. And the girl behind the counter was a total bitch. Mm -hmm. And she was like, sorry, that's the price. And I said, I wasn't quoted that. We went back and forth for a few minutes, right? And I'm thinking, I'm in the service industry. This is not how you treat a client. This wasn't a $20 service. And even if it was... This was like a $700, right? We're talking, you know, and I've been a loyal client to this place. So the whole experience, I was just having this moment. And I said, you know, when you called me earlier, you were actually quite rude. I said, and now you're being a straight up bitch. Mm. And I am like, I don't call people out like that. Normally I'm very, Mm -hmm. you know, proper. I got that from my mom. You just kind of go with the flow, but you're not going to get one over on me. You're going to charge me double. We're talking like between 300 difference, 700. I mean, it was like a significant plus. I had just experienced pain, right? I'm literally, my tears are my face. Like she should have seen, right? She was not reading the room. Yeah. So she says to me, she goes, oh, well, I was just mirroring your energy. <laughs> I said, first of all, the bitch in the other room just zapped the fuck out of my face. I'm like, and you're going to mirror my pain? Fuck you. I literally was like, you better go get your manager before I walk out right now. Like we had a whole interaction and she stood up and she tried to like get some head bobbing going. And I was like, listen, I know I'm white, but like I will whip this head around so fast and show you what's up. So finally, then my technician, who's probably like 25, she comes around and she just was like, she didn't know what to do. She's probably never been in a conflict resolution moment in her life. So they freaking leave. I'm standing. I start crying again. I'm grown ass 43 year old woman just crying red face because you just zapped me with some. I didn't even know. Anyways, all shit's broken loose. They come back. And of course, she goes, oh, the doctor said he would give you the price you were quoted i said he sure fucking did i just i mm-hmm. i lost it again mm-hmm. i said that's customer service i said the way you're treating me right now is unacceptable i said this is unacceptable and i just went off and the whole experience was triggering but also i probably was being a bitch she probably was mirroring my energy mm-hmm. also not okay mm-hmm. right that whole moment was not okay and i had to reflect on that for a minute but also when we stand in our power and we have a level that we are willing to accept in life you can have that discernment so when you walk into a room if you are not experiencing the things you want to experience get curious how much better could it be mm-hmm. how can i make this better mm-hmm. right if you're having a bad experience at a restaurant say something ask for what you want we talked a ton about the power of the ask in a, in a talk i gave a while ago it 
you get what you ask for. So all the way back to your question, how much better can it get? If you are experiencing something that doesn't feel good, how can you make it better? How do you take ownership? You have the awareness now. We're we're in our field. Something might have happened. You feel like you should have been invited to something. You should be experiencing something at a different level. How do you change the game? Right? And I think you and I both show up with the energy in which we want to receive. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the energy I want to take into 24 that I hope is infectious mm-hmm. when you listen to the tone of this podcast is you own your choices. And by making choices and, and owning those, like you said, the power of choice yeah. creates that clarity. Yeah. It creates seasons of what sometimes we call the buffet year. Mm-hmm. And you and I both have gotten ourselves into a variety of different rooms that have given us different experiences. You know, we re- we connected. We didn't know we were going to be in that room together. Mm-hmm. We walked in. We were like, yeah, ah! it was like a moment, like a yeah. reunion. And we both had different experiences. In two days, some shit shifted for you. Some stuff shifted for me. And I think I walked away feeling empowered. I walked away feeling yep. like I know who I am and what I'm here to do. And that was worth every penny I paid. Yep. You you drove home and you realized there was some deeper level stuff that you wanted to connect with and that you were willing to start getting curious about. And Absolutely. that's the thing. Like, if that would have been on their sales page that, Joanna, you're going to feel like <laughs> yeah. this. Just you're going to feel like this. No. <laughs> and then the other 14 people that they all probably had different takeaways too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just like knowing that anything is possible and getting in these rooms can be just listening to us right now, being in tune with us. The three of us, we're in a, you know, hypothetical room. Mm-hmm. If you're out on your walk or in the shower, listening to us on the podcast, you know, getting yourself around the people that are doing the things that you want to be doing. And you and I talked earlier about feeling triggered mm-hmm. and the triggers that come from exposing yourself to new situations that you've never been around before. Yep. Do you want to touch on that a little bit? I feel like it's very necessary because in this day and age, I feel like so many people feel like they're not represented in the way they should be. Hmm. And what can someone who feels like that do in order to change the game? I love having this question because, because of who you are. You know, I probably wouldn't have been friends with you five years ago. And let's get real because you're blonde. Mm. And it's like, I'm actually gray, but you know, (laughs) but like, but but, you know, the women that are not, are not ready to say it. Mm. Right. A couple years ago, went to Lori Harder's bliss project. Long story short, didn't know what I was walking into. I didn't know what Lori looked like. I walk in and I see a Barbie doll and I was triggered from left to right from top to bottom what am I doing here and these white girls don't understand me and I had every story come up and let's go back to what I said earlier it was my shit it was my stuff and what I had the awareness of was Joanna yours you're staying small because you're not getting in these rooms and these women are making more money than you and your sisters and your sisters are keeping you small not on purpose because generationally my latin sisters are thinking smaller and out of all the revenue in the united states of business owners 40 45 percent or to 50 percent is women now and everybody's happy and celebrating yay half of the work half of the business ownership entrepreneurship are females yay how much percentage of the revenue 
of all those 100% of people are from women. And it's actually about 1%. This is the last time that they did the study. You mean Latin women? No, no. Just women. Women, period. Wow. Okay. This was the last time I saw this. It was around 2020. I don't know the latest study. It's still low. It does, I don't care if it's still 5%. Right. And it went up. It's still not enough. So meaning 40 to 50% of females that are entrepreneurs, 90 whatever percent is made by men. And then let's go even smaller. Brown women own less. Black women own less. Meaning how many Latin women have salons? let's say, especially because in your industry, Mm -hmm. black women that have salons, like that's predominantly one of the highest ownership of things like that. And we're charging too little and we're making too little. So my awareness when I was in that room was like, Joanna, you're small because you're not in these rooms Mm -hmm. and you need to pave the way. I heard the voice. We need to get with all colors of our sisters and get in there. And so that was mine. And ever since then, I've doubled my income because of hanging around Caucasians. And it's like, who cares what the color they are? What? It doesn't matter. But we are crabs holding ourselves down. And I know my Latin sisters don't want to say it. Like some want to say it. Some don't want to say it. No, we need to help each other out. And I'm like, the way we help each other out is get in those rooms. Somebody has to go first. Somebody has to go first. And now... I invite you to come over here and don't make it about color. Make it about get it out. Get out of your own circle. Yeah. Because everybody's like, get in a room. Because I was in Latina Women's Business Association, blah, blah, blah. How many acronym letters? I was in all those. And we're, I, I was going nowhere. My money wasn't changing because I was the big fish. Right. So I was like, oh, okay, I'm good. Yeah. But I didn't know, Jessica, what I didn't know And I went home that day and I said, I am infiltrating all these rooms and get more of us in there. But not again, self-segregate. Don't go in there and self-segregate or make it about color. Who cares? It's not about it. I get it. We all have our different stories. But what did you say earlier? You said, all our stories are the same. They're just different, but they're the same. We all have them. We're all sisters. Who can't let's lift each other up so that those 40 to 50% is actually 40 to 50% or we get to the 90%. Yeah. Cause we think of money differently than men. Mm-hmm. They, they speak about it differently. True. We, how many female groups am I in? And then we apologize when we ask, for example, how many rooms am I in where they say, okay, let's go around and share what your revenue was from last year. But if you don't feel comfortable, you don't have to. Why do we need that asterisk if you don't feel comfortable? And then I've been in male-dominated groups, high revenue, and I, uh, that was another one I infiltrated. I said, oh, that's a whole other story, but I infiltrated that. I was the only female. There were 40 men, all rich, successful, white, beautiful men. Like, I felt like I was in the bachelorette. <laughs> and I was like, Joanna, this has nothing to do with color. They don't even care. They're not even looking at that. This is all your shit. So I'm sitting there, and... Somebody has to pave the way. But what I realized, they didn't blink an eye when they talked about money. It was like talking about the sky's the blue. Unapologetic. Just what? Are, yeah. Just yeah. nothing. Just it was like nothing. It was just. Yeah. So last year it was 1.8 million and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, whoa, this with, is good. With projections to move to 3.5. Yeah. Like it's nothing. Who wants a snack? 
Yeah. Okay. Now, yeah. Women, we would have had a whole asterisk of story to talk about the one point eight. Well, this way, girl, we need to drop and stop that shit. We need to stop the bloodline, stop everything, because we keep having more daughters, and then those daughters have daughters, and we keep bringing our shit to them. Let's heal it. Let's have surgery. Let's heal it and stop it. Yeah. Stop it. So you had a shift happen <laughs> that a recent download come to you where you now realize how you want to serve women your tagline you want to share it i heal women so that they can be stronger business owners mm. we're trying to we're trying to be strong business owners a pill like without doing the healing without doing the healing we're, tr- we're surviving through it and we're at one percent revenue out of the whole chunk so it's clearly not working it's not working it's getting us slower there and anyway. even for those that it is working for what is it really feeling like? What is what is the success bringing besides the money and all the things? Because we've sat in rooms where we've heard some pretty powerful stories of women and men who have made it, quote unquote, who have had it all, right? Maybe they grew up with nothing. So all the things, all the awards, all of the cars, the houses, the women attributed to what looked like success, but yeah. they weren't happy because they hadn't yeah. done the personal deep work as to why they were really trying to check those boxes. So now that you've become aware and now that you know that we've got to do this healing work, what does that look like? What have you done to heal some of your past in order to step into the version of you that you are still evolving into? Whatever it takes. Mm. I had that big awareness. This was yesterday. I had a girlfriend text me. She's in corporate and she said, I'm really contemplating leaving my job and going all in. And she's like, I'm in my head. She's texting me. And I wrote back, I am the wrong person to ask. I went, LOL, I'm the wrong person. Because I'm going to tell you, yeah, burn the boats. I, I, I go, I've never worked corporate. I was always a rebel. And then she said, that's why I'm asking you. I knew that's what she was going to say. I'm asking for the proof I want. Yes. That's what you look for the proof you want and then go for it. We will always find evidence for the things we want proof on. Always. You want to find the negative in that? You will find it on the internet. You want the proof? Go find the one fucking person who's doing the thing you want to be doing. Pay to get next to them. Ask them the questions. Start a podcast so you can ask them questions. Whatever that looks like. I say that all the time. When I wanted to start taking podcasting seriously, I went and found some of my podcast friends that were killing it. Keisha Get Married, Angie Lee, Lori, Chris. Can you really make six figures with a podcast? How has a podcast impacted your business? How has a podcast created visibility for you? Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Yeah. And that's what I wrote to her. I said, this is my experience. I said, in my 20s, I lived on a couch. I made nothing for two years. I literally, okay, I had my dance studio. And I was 24. I had zero money. When I said zero, zero. And we had a a vending machine. So my dinner was a Snickers bar. Mm-hmm. I was real skinny. <laughs> but you know, every, whatever it takes. Yep. If it's a Snicker bar for dinner. Whatever it takes. If I had to date a guy to get a meal, it, let's get real. It was true. If he's going to take me to sushi, I'm like, I'm going to date with you. Yeah, you hungry? Yes, I am. Yes, I'm hungry. You have no teeth? That's okay. I'll chew your food for you. Whatever it takes. Dad. Oh, my God. Can you see why we love to podcast together? Listen, Joanna had a podcast, has a podcast that she started a little bit, about the same time as me, called yep. The Get Up Girl. The Get Up Girl. And we have had some of the most hilarious conversations on that show I think you've had me on a couple of times. Yeah. Set me up to like 
I, win or lose, however you want to look at it, with the girls. We're going to talk about sex. We're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the stuff that everybody's thinking, but not no, saying it out loud. Totally. <laughs> and it's such a beautiful thing. And I think this is a, a great friendship example of what getting in the room can do. Yeah. The power of showing up and being your real authentic self, right? You really showed that even just this last time when we were in person. Yeah. You let yourself be vulnerable. You allowed people to yeah. hold space for you. And... I was like, at the end of the two days, I'm like, you got to come down to San Diego. Let's go. Like, I know you're going to work through this, but let's spend some time together. Right. Yeah. Actively pursuing the friendships and the people and the women that you want in your life, creating the things like this podcast today that we're doing. Right. This stuff doesn't happen by accident. This mm -hmm. don't don't sit here and listen to us and say, oh, must be nice for them. No. Getting in that room and meeting you, Jessica, I would have never probably ever wanted to be your friend because I would have created a story that. I was afraid of you mm -hmm. or that you were too good for me. I, If I would have just seen the way you looked, I would have automatically assumed that you were too good for me. Interesting. Just the way I would look at a man and go, he won't date me because X, Y, Z. I looked at women that way as friends, the way I looked at a man. Just the way we swipe right or left on a dating site to already assume if that person is going to date you, that's how I saw women. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm sure you're not alone in that. Yeah, I, I've right. done that. And but do we talk about this? No. We I don't. don't. We I talk don't maybe we... we talk about it with men or the you know, your partner ish, what whomever you date. But I, I've never really talked about with a woman how we assume friendships with a woman or intimate like how could we be intimate with a female? That's the next thing I'm working on. Is really being intimate with a female, not sex intimacy, like copulation but how to be intimate with a woman and i'm noticing that the more i'm soft with a woman the more money i'm making okay you know we're talking about the feminine feminine energy yes and the true gosh like intimacy with somebody like can i hold a woman's hand and be there for her god that shit scares me but i could do it now but it mm -hmm. still scares me mm -hmm. like to hold a woman's hand and go i'm here for you sister yeah <sighs> Yeah. Powerful. I had a breakthrough moment with a friend of mine the other day I'd love to share that has perfect relation to that. Her and I have both been on our own healing journeys over the last couple of years. And we met in a very masculine, energetic state back in our mid-20s. She was my coach for bodybuilding. Mm -hmm. And I mean, talk about walking to a meathead gym, right? Like throwing weights around, grunting, like it's all about aesthetic and winning and all of that. And to watch both of our beautiful journeys of becoming mothers and just it's been cool. We've always held space for each other. When we, when we meet up, it's like we pick back up. And what's funny is she's grown this amazing business. She has a nutrition company called Valare. That's the Flocus product I always talk about if you want to get into flow and focus, a little plug there. Mm -hmm. And she reached out. We started talking about business stuff. And I said, I want to come and help you. And so we, were, we planned a meetup day where we were going to sit and work on some business stuff, right? All masculine, all, all, all the things. And I love what she did. She made us some tea when I got there. We got to get the gossip out. We gabbed. We talked about, you know, our boys, our men, our kids. We just got it all out. And then we said, let's go upstairs and drop into some good energy. Mm. So we put a meditation on. We played a song. She did the candle thing. And we were literally sitting on this tiny little rug in this little room face to face, knee to knee, cross-legged. And I had a whole moment where I was like, this would have been so uncomfortable. Yeah. A past version of me would have been so uncomfortable yeah. to sit here, listen to this song, the soft song, be in my feminine and then she got a little emotional and I was able to like hold space in that moment. And I said, what's coming through for you? And she says, I just feel like I can be myself with you. Right. And I looked at her and I said, look at us. Like two bitches who used to run like, 
on all the caffeine, high energy, get shit done. Like that is just our motto. And here we are tapping into our energy of like, how can we hold space for one? And it was such a beautiful moment. And it would have, it wouldn't have happened if we both hadn't gone on our own healing journeys and been able to, she's gone through a lot of her own personal stuff and taken the courses, gotten in the rooms and same. But even then I felt like there was a deeper level I could go. I want to go deeper. I want to be able to do that. And so I think through these powerful conversations that we're having right now, hopefully someone else gets lit and they say, I want to feel that. I want to feel connected to my friends on a deeper level. Maybe all you do is see your friends when you grab drinks or it's very surface and you just chat about the things, right? But how can you have deep relationships that actually move the needle in your life that make you feel safe enough to take the risks? I wonder when we are more intimate, when females are more intimate with other females, that we can heal the planet. Oh my gosh. Imagine the business deals that could happen Jeez. if we stopped competing with each other and started locking arms with each other. Yeah. I mean, the online space is the only place that people look at what's already been done and are like, oh, it's already been done. She's already doing it. I can't do it. It's already been done. They're already 10 steps ahead of me. Mm-hmm. That podcast is already, they're already talking about the things I want to talk about. You look at doctors and lawyers and men, it's all competitive. Oh, you're doing, I'm going to do it better than you. That's mm-hmm. the version they take. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're a doctor. I'm going to be an even better doctor. You charge this much. I'm going to charge more than you. Women are mostly the only ones who are like, oh, she's already doing it. I don't want her to think I'm copying her. And is that because of the healing? Mm-hmm. There's these feel like wounds. we're going to offend, right? Yeah. We're, we're taught to play safe and to play nice, mm-hmm. not step on anybody's toes. So if you're here to take up space in 2024, I don't know what Joanna and I are cooking mm-hmm. up, but I feel like there's something there's brewing something. over here. <laughs> I feel like there's just more conversations that need to be had. And if this is in your own community, maybe you need to be the change maker to start these conversations. If you feel like you could bring some conversation to your friends and and, and maybe bring some of this up in a lighter container, but start these. These are the conversations that need to be had. How can we connect on a deeper level? How can I support you? What do you need? Yeah. Some people, they forget to ask those questions. How can I be a better friend to you? That's a good one. What do you need? How can I be a better friend to you? Wow. And even like your friend that reached out to you, right? What you could have said even was, what do you need to hear from me right now? Mm-hmm. Right? She asked you the question for a reason, mm-hmm. right? She probably has 25 other people she could have messaged. Yeah. What do you need from me right now? Right? Mm-hmm. And letting people guide you, giving you the parameters and the boundaries to be a good friend. Sometimes we need to be told what somebody needs from us. Like a partner or a spouse, they come home, they're like, what do you need? You need some space? You need a cookie? You need a back rub. Mm-hmm. You need a blow job. What do you need? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then I get to decide if I can facilitate that yes. for you. Like, am I in the energy to be that friend for you right now? If we just have deeper conversations and allow for each other to be who we're supposed to be in, in that moment and not force things and let the flow happen, that's where magic starts to happen. And that's what we have as, a, as, a, as women to tap into that feminine energy. But get a little more curious. Get a little bit softer. Stop making so many stories out of nothing. Right, we create stories and give them so much meaning. I love to do that. Yeah. Oof, let's stop yeah. that. Yeah, let's stop. And so, for the next generation of females, that they can see what else is possible, mm. because we keep teaching them what we're doing, and it's slowing us down. Yeah, because I wasn't taught how to be comfortable with a female. I was taught to put up ten million walls and make them real thick and protect yourself and just survive. Yeah. I had a mom who tried to be my mom and my dad. God knows I don't know how to tap into it, right? I'm like, mm-hmm. back and forth. It's crazy. Yeah. And it didn't occur to me until she said that to me one time several years ago. She was like, well, I had to be your mom and your dad. And I said, no wonder I can't tell how to be. Like oh, one minute yeah. you're in your feminine, next minute, you know, yeah. she's hard as nails. 
we weren't affectionate. We didn't grow up touching, hugging. I didn't see my grandparents touch each other. So it's like, why would I be any different? Right. So I had to own that. I didn't want to be like that anymore. Mm -hmm. So when you take the power back and you own your power and you get to choose the types of relationships you want to have, if you want to be the ripple that creates change in your world, in your culture, in your generation, like you can do that. Yes. We we can do that. Mm -hmm. And how do we change that? I know we're, we're coming to the end here, but I was thinking about when you were talking about people that do not do, I think it was right now that they don't do coaching anymore or they're on the next level with the women that are successful. Let's talk about that 1% again, but the one that are successful. I wonder if the gap is getting further apart. You know how they say middle class, there's no more middle class. I wonder with females if there's no more middle class. Interesting. It's either the struggle or so successful. Where's the woman here that we can learn from? But it's so far. And we're like, and that's, I think, where we have the how. How do you get there? She's so successful. She's a Marie Cot, whatever her, what's her, Marie, Marie Foley. Oh, oh, Foley. <laughs> One of those. You know what I mean? Like, she's so far up there. She's an Oprah. She's just too. And then we're over here. Where's the middle person? Because they're telling us their stories of how they went from A to Z, now I'm a millionaire, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, where's the regular girl next door? And that's... We're right here. We're right here. <laughs> yes. How do we get louder to show them? I'm going to just call it the middle class so that we understand. But I think of it also like fitness, Jessica. When you have the perfect model girl, then you have the regular girl. And the regular girl's going, I don't want to go to that class because I'm not in shape yet. Where's the middle girl? And I noticed that I'm successful in fitness because I look like a normal girl. I don't, I'm not perfect. You get what I mean? Like I have normal body fat. And so people go, oh, I can relate to Joanna when I take her class. Yeah. And so I wonder with also business, can we get louder to show them how? Do you, yeah. Are you, yeah. you feel? I'm following you. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if I have the answer. And I don't know that we have to have the answer right now. But I know that if we keep having conversations, inviting people to the table, it will change. I think if we had the answers, they'd exist more. And I do think there's more of us at this middle yes. table. Right. There's the like kids that. table and then there's the adults table. That's how I like <laughs> to look at Yeah. But I'm not we're not in the no, yeah, but my you, grandparents table. We're in the middle. Yeah. You and I, yeah. we won't fit in at the big kids table. We had to create our own table. That's why we're on a podcast right now. And that's why we are <sighs> struggling to figure out how to do it our own way, because we are rebels. And, and we know that if we keep doing it the way we've always been told, it's not going to work out. We know how it's going to work out. <laughs> and we know how maybe they got there. And that's great for them. But we're in a different season. They, they didn't come from where we came from. Different season. Different season. Yeah. And we actually want a different result. That looks nice and that wouldn't be mm -hmm. bad, but that's not what we're here for. So true. And there's a whole tribe of people, women especially, where they know, they can see what's possible and they want to know how, right? But they also want there to be purpose behind it. It's not just to check a box of like, I'm now like them or I've had the level of success that they have. It's got to have meaning to you and you've got to understand why you have these particular goals and dreams. And when you look at other people's dreams and goals and you try to make them yours, they don't make any sense. Yeah. So when you achieve them and you get there, it won't feel like it makes any sense either. So you have to know why you're showing up and why you want certain things. Why do you want the deeper friendships? Why do you want the successful business? Yeah. Once you can tap into that, everything else becomes easier. Yeah. So we're just going to leave you with that for today. There'll definitely be a part two. We'll bring this back around. But allow yourself to pause for a moment after this podcast and just reflect on what came up for you 
if there's any change that you could create, if you can get on a live right now, do a little something, something, bring some light to a situation that's maybe been on your heart. Maybe you're not traditionally someone who speaks up about things, but you feel like, hey, if I just kind of mention this, mm-hmm. maybe you could create conversation that will change the way people in your world see things because they probably need to hear it from you. Just like everyone, the old versions of you need to hear you now talking about this. Yeah. And people who used to know me as the person they knew me before, a lot of them are long gone, I'll tell you that. Yeah. And I had to let that version of me go in order to see what's possible. Yeah. Because I don't know where I'm going. Mm-hmm. But I know the version of me, she's ready. Mm-hmm. She had to do the work, right? It's exciting. It's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. So cheers to 2024. We are just excited to be able to facilitate conversations that hopefully bring some change and enlightenment perspective. Joanne, I love you. You're amazing. I love you. Thank you so Hi, much. Hi, girl sister. This was such, such a gift. Yeah. It's always good to just be able to have real conversation because now I feel less alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So grateful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so incredibly grateful to everybody listening. Thank you. If you guys love this podcast, you know what to do. We love us some validation. We are still human. Give us a shout out on social media. Tag us. Send this to one of your girlfriends that maybe you'd like to get closer with or anybody that you're looking to start maybe a new conversation with. Let this podcast be kind of the, the, le- the what, what is it called when you hand someone the, the, the beam, the light, the stick, the thing, yeah. passing the torch. There we go. Just creating <laughs> conversation. And guess what? You don't have to be perfect to do any of it, right? Yeah. yeah. And we'll see you guys on the next episode of Unscripted. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast episode. I hope you enjoyed it. This is your friendly reminder that if a podcast is on your heart to create, we got you, boo. We created Media Unscripted to take the guesswork out of starting, launching, and growing your podcast. I knew I had to create something that I wish existed three years ago when I started the show, which, by the way, had a different name. What does that mean for you? Simply put, you don't have to have it all figured out before you start. We help take the guesswork out of launching your show and creating meaningful content that adds value. A podcast can be your main source of content that not only helps you build an audience, but connects you deeper to your community. Go to MediaUnscripted.com to learn more. Which one of your girls needs to hear this one? Send this to someone who could use a smile, some encouragement, and a little love from this edgy podcast host. Much thanks and all the love.